0: Hello Seattle, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. I'm, uh, am I Ron or am I Don? Which one are you? We both look the same, but one of us sounds like an even
1: bigger douchebag. It's me, I'm the one that sounds like the (laughs) douchebag. I don't know if I'm Don or Ron. One of us us is wrong.
0: What do you think about all this hate for Amazon, Ron or, or Don?
1: I don't like it. I don't like it one bit.
0: <laughs> Guys, it's, this isn't the Ron and Don show. <laughs> it's a Greg and Colin show. No, it's Yay. Seattle sucks, but it's just us, just just you and me. Just this is Seattle you. sucks episode ten. I'm Greg. And I'm Colin. Uh, we still also we also look exactly like, um, and in this case, Colin's correct. He is the bigger douchebag.
1: Yeah. I won't even dispute that. Man, here we are. Uh, what are we uh, what's going on? What were we gonna talk about? We're gonna start with the goings on at the old slog. Oh, the stranger. You know slog the slog. I flog the slog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I read the strange I read slog every day in the for like the five years I was in Los Angeles. Just like I didn't follow LA politics at all and give a shit. I read I kept up, I, so I would read the fucking restaurant reviews here. This isn't like the major restaurant review. I, everything, I would just follow like I was still here. I would tell people <laughs> about how great Seattle was. If any of those people could hear me now. Oh, man, yeah. But, uh, you know, um, the thing is, The Stranger is basically, for all its sort of, you know, countercultural ethos, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and this it's reflective of like the, the Divide on the center left that we're all going through now, but it basically is in a lot of ways a lot of the voices there toe this very like milk toast center centrist liberal line. And one of the recent stars of that is uh Katie Herzog, she blew up, she blew up today this week. I, yeah, what, what was this? This is July, yeah, this is yeah. just, just a, mm-hmm, less than a week ago. She blew up this week. This article she wrote got a lot of play on, you know, just the Internet, I, I'm guessing. But, like, yeah. I, it showed up. It was weird to see The Stranger show up
1: on, like, my, like, weird slash left Twitter feeds, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, when Crank T. Nelson has something to say about your alternative weekly, you well, know what you've done say? something wrong. So, <clears throat> he did one of the awesome comparisons to Drill. So all he did is he put up a link, or he put up a picture of the slog headline, which is the left's mischaracterizations of Jordan Peterson will make his followers turn right.
0: Oh no, someone's being mischaracterized.
1: (laughs) And then he's juxtaposed that with this drill tweet that says, go ahead, keep screaming shut the fuck up at me. It only makes my opinions worse. (laughs) Which is kind of, uh, as we will see, Katie Hirsog in a nutshell. Jordan Peterson. So if you, I mean, hopefully, if
0: you're, if there's any justice, if your life is on track at all, you have no fucking idea who this guy is. And you shouldn't. And even talking about him on Slog and now this podcast is really degrading to everyone involved. But he's this... um, He's one of the stars of this batch of like pseudo intellectual right wing reactionary loons, um, who he's he's like uh he's a like a logic professor. Like he's one of these guys he started out his like blogs and got um got a lot of play for him like refusing to do trigger warning. He, oh, he refuse okay. he's like Refuses to give trigger warnings to the snowflakes and like...
1: I thought he was a pronoun guy too. He oh yeah, yeah, Oh, that was a
0: big one. That was, that yeah. was yeah, he refused, he made a big stink um, about refusing to use people's preferred pronouns and like, you know. I, I, so basically, it, it, he's just a reactionary like, no, the world can't change, we can't do anything better and I'm not gonna, it, just a lot of, a lot of bullshit, but now he's become this cult figure who a lot of fucking losers look up to and look to for advice on like his basic advice is like, you know, stand up straight and like clean your room and like be manly. And it's part of this whole like alt light movement that says that the reason none of these like ex urban white losers aren't getting laid is because and there's a lot of them in america yeah um is because of feminism basically and uh modern secularism etc etc um and so he's just he's just a reaction but it's just it's just he's a right winger he's a reactionary it's the same old shit just in a slightly different package that comes in like a jim henson voice in this case (laughs) um so, really, to even, like, to engage with him or defend this or, you know, argue with this guy is bad enough. But Katie Herzog felt she needed to take it even a step further.
1: We'll start with her characterization of, of Jordan. So, it says, um, so we're skipping a bit because this is very long and quite dry and boring. So, if you'll allow me to quote myself, Jordan B. Peterson is a controversial Canadian psychologist and University of Toronto professor who burst into international fame through a massively popular series of YouTube lectures on psychology, personality, personal responsibility, which must be cleaning your room, right? Yeah. And a bunch of other shit that doesn't really seem like it would go viral on a platform more famous for Justin Bieber vids, as I wrote in a recent review of his live show in Seattle. He's huge with YouTube views in the millions and fans across the world who show up to his events, read his books, even the big one, which she doesn't care to name and shell out money for his self-help programs some people like my colleague rich smith hate him others his many many fans love him
0: okay well i so she's not wrong yeah he is he is very popular and it's very sad and disturbing
1: yeah and the two camps cannot seem to agree on the basics the haters say peterson is racist misogynistic homophobic transphobic etc
0: it's called an analysis
1: <laughs> yeah in response don't have
0: to, he doesn't have to actually say those things for no. it to be true, yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have to an- announce himself as a racist uh, to be or one. a misogynist yeah. to be one. He's absolutely a
1: misogynist. Yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt at all. In response the fans the fans say, "Okay, where's the evidence?" This is largely where the conversation breaks down. So
0: the fuck what? <laughs> Who the fuck cares if that conversation breaks down? She does. These I people, guess. Th- who, his fan. I mean, Jesus Christ! Oh God, we'll get in, uh, We'll get into why I don't give a shit and why <laughs> I think giving a shit is fucking stupid. But go on.
1: Okay, where's the evidence? Right. So there's there's largely where this is largely where the conversation breaks down because despite the man's reputation for bigotry, when you ask for proof of the claims, you get lots of statements like "it's obvious," but much less actual fact.
0: So she's pulling straw men instead of like actually just analyzing what he says.
1: Yeah. So she says, This morning, for instance, I was engaged in a stupid Twitter fight with a media person in L.A. who claims that Peterson is racist. When I asked for evidence, she sent me a link to a 2016 tweet that was taken wildly out of context. She also sent a screenshot of a Vox article that said Peterson referred to developing nations as pits of catastrophe in a speech to a Dutch far-right group. In fact... The Dutch far-right group he was speaking to was actually a conference in which both conservatives and progressives were invited to attend and debate immigration and Dutch culture, although apparently not many progressives actually showed up. So
0: what it sounds like is that it was a far-right conference yeah. against immigration in, in the Netherlands. Yes. Just based on that basic, I'm, I, I'm, like, I
1: can put it together. So what, what's your point exactly? Oh, yeah, wait till you hear it because it, it is incredible. At the conference, Peterson said, When we insist that the immigrants who come to our countries to become beneficiaries of the game that we're playing follow the rules, we're not merely saying, we have a culture, you have a culture, you're in our culture, so you should follow our rules. What we're saying instead is, we have inherited a culture and it seems to work. It works well enough so that we're happy to be here. And many people would like to be. And if you want to come to our culture and be a beneficiary of the game, then you have to abide by the rules that produce the game. We're not saying that you have to do it because it's ours or because we're proud of it or because in some sense we're right as individuals or even as a culture. We're saying it because we've been fortunate enough to observe what the rules that make a functioning oh, society God. actually God, are. Fuck off. And Just sh- shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut
0: up fuck god stop she jesus she she
1: quoted the whole thing
0: have you not do you not understand what a dog whistle is and do you not see what his worldview is however yeah he's he's a pseudo-intellectual the guy's a college professor he's not fucking um he's not fucking george wallace okay yeah (laughs) he's a fucking like literate spokesman for the reactionary right like it's not gonna sound like it's it's not gonna like get up and shout like segregation now segregation forever but you can tell what his worldview is there these are dog whistles Mm -hmm. about first of all western chauvinism obviously yeah um and you have to put that in the context of the debate that's going on in europe because of the massive refugee crisis it's like uh, anyway
1: (laughs) what again why def- Why defend this asshole? I, I don't know. And wh- exactly so, like you're saying, why pick this as evidence of him arguing in good faith? Because he's not. I'm Th- sure. I'm, like, I mean, that. I, I don't
0: think it's even about that. I don't give a shit if, he's, if he thinks he's arguing in good faith. I don't give a shit. It's not about a good faith argument. I don't care about good faith arguments. I don't give a fuck. Well, I, no, we'll go I, on,
1: I but- agree with you completely. But I think that Herzog does. I think that she, that when she sees this, she's saying, "Well, all you all you hear about is pits of catastrophe," but he was saying nice things before that that actually kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, fascism but, does but make sense. You right? Dumb. But oh, oh yeah, god, yeah, they're absurd. And there's logic. You can there's a logical argument to anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like you. The, yeah.
1: Just. <laughs> Uh, and that's what that reads like because yeah. I, I've never heard. And any, if anyone. you're an
0: idiot and you have no context, <laughs> cultural context, yeah. you could hear that and go, "That sounds very reasonable." But when people say that's racist, what they're doing there is analyzing his <laughs> worldview and pulling the fucking mask off. Yeah. It. So yeah, which
1: you should do. You should be able to see through through that pretty easily. And like,
0: but she wants to reward him for not like inveighing. Yeah. Uh, and like. Yeah. Like specifically inciting violence against the yeah. darkies? Just like...
1: because he's not base stick man, he should be, he should be defended okay. by the All right. but, Okay, let me read what she says after that big one quote. Uh-huh. Referring to developing nations as pits of catastrophe may be insensitive at best, Trumpian at worst, but it's also true that developing nations do have more than their fair share of catastrophe, in quotes, both natural and man-made including from colonialism and western intervention itself. Peterson's statement may be pro assimilation, but he's not saying that any one culture or society is inherently better Fuck than Fuck off. Any no, of he this. yes, I know he specifically
0: you idiot. It's not about the words. This is such a fucking liberal technocrat like
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: logic. Yeah. logic uh Fetishist. Oh, totally. It's yeah. about the rhetoric. It's mm-hmm. about the words. D- yes, he's smart enough to wind the that corkscrew, he, yeah. okay? Because he's a like <laughs> which does not take much Either. No, it's but not. it's not so it's not it's not about the rhetoric, it's not about the words, it's not yeah. about the logic, it's about worldview and mm-hmm. ideology, yeah. you idiot. Which is why Katie Herzog cannot understand, because she is like any other American liberal. She has no no worldview, no ideology beyond logic and Mm -hmm. facts and uh, evidence-based like ways to (laughs) jerk me off. I don't know. Go on. (laughs) Evidence-based
1: racism. He's saying, if you join a new community, play by that community's rules because they probably work. What? Is that really grounds to scream racist, in quotes? No, but the totality of
0: this guy's message which exists in fucking volumes.
1: yeah that's just one paragraph
0: <laughs> yeah no great so you ch- you picked out some very manicured thing he said that again if you have any sense at all you yeah, can pick his worldview mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. um and that worldview if you have any politics um and you're not an asshole. <laughs> Yeah. then you you your reaction to that worldview is that it needs to be fucking combated. Yeah. Because it, at at the most generous, what you pick out of that is Western chauvinism, okay? Yeah, I think that's um, right. And yeah, a, assimilation fetish, like whatever. Like, you know, you can peel back the layers of that. In the context of that debate, it's, well, these people aren't going to assimilate... We need to stop letting the darkies come in from the ravaged like uh, pits of catastrophe <laughs> yeah. that they're fleeing. I mean, that's, the, that's actually the message.
1: She finishes the paragraph by saying, in 2018, I suppose, yes, as just a little indictment of everyone who's up in arms about this complete and utter fraud, like buffoon. So, <clears throat> yeah, he is, that's, I mean, that's, he
0: is an overeducated, very mannered moron everything he says boils down to the old way it was better you know the way when i was a kid just (laughs) just like 40 years ago that's when we had it all figured out all of our entertainment and cultural archetypes were better yeah the men and women's place in society were better it was perfect then i mean that's it that's the whole thing yeah you know men were men women were women it's he's like a he's like if he's basically just a refined educated archie bunker
1: (laughs) like yeah like, y- yeah. like he, yeah. he
0: you know he he couches it in all this fucking um rhetorical bullshit and he, he has the that incredible jim henson lilt <sighs> in Kermit, his voice Kermit but voice. um yeah okay
1: what's her fucking point exactly that, was she why just, is she writing this because we you and i ron and don are mischaracterizing jordan peterson and we shouldn't do that we should look at the, the words he says i guess and uh not what the message he's trying to convey with those words
0: we need to be fair to him i yeah, think is the thing right we need to be fair we, we need yeah. to reward him for not being george wallace yeah. for being for speaking in this um high culture technocratic educated way this elite way mm-hmm. for presenting his arguments about culture dispassionately and with with, um, you know, academic rhetoric, yeah. we need to reward him for that. Yeah. We need to let him off the hook, f- unless he comes out and says the n word, okay? Because that's that's the only way you know he's yeah. racist. Uh-huh. Um, we need to ignore, and we need to we need to hear all voices. You know, we need to be yeah. open to all voices. So that includes uh, a right wing reactionary loon right. who. Yeah is telling you know young white loser males that the reason they're not getting their dick sucked is because (laughs) like women were allowed to enter the workforce yeah um
1: yeah yeah he's basically so we you know a maga Maga ched with a suit on that yeah and or and maybe the one that figured out how to use a tool (laughs) there's not much more there so yeah. so she continues by taking apart an open letter that was sent to durham's local all weekly um why durham again what i this is just the the setting for her argument that was he like Peterson supposed was, to schedule yeah, there
0: and it, they someone was fighting it he was supposed to speak there
1: yeah so
0: Oh, and this is, see, this is what she's upset about. This is what they he, all yeah, care, right. these fucking liberals. Yep. Oh my God, he wasn't allowed to speak. Yep. W- they got upset about, you know, they, they silenced a person's views. He wanted to, you know, speak in public yeah. and we all need to be able to hear each other. It's this fetish of the, of like the exchange of ideas. Right. Yeah, Like who, no one gives a shit but you. Yeah. You, you journalists basically (laughs) like elite liberals media types and journalists Mm -hmm. who think like it's the world anyone gives a shit about the exchange of ideas or that that in itself is some great thing when it's like oh my god We like you need to hear someone out we've heard him he has books and he has fucking thousands of hours of video yep like he's been heard, yeah. Like, and we and no, no longer we Lincoln. can now pass <laughs> yeah. judgment. Like it's over, yeah. Like, yeah. We know oh, who you are, but God, why do you
1: care, on. <sighs> okay, so she she goes on to quote this open letter from Durham's local alt weekly, um, that was in protest of this Peterson talk that specifically about white privilege. It goes on to say, first, Peterson believes that white privilege isn't real. But, of course, reverse racism is. And that intersectionality is really comical. Because there are an infinite number of ways in which people can be marginalized. What if you're black and female? What if you're ugly and not very bright? And gay and black and female. Yeah, I,
0: I think that's what is meant by intersectionality,
1: basically. Yeah. But the on. list goes on. Difference is inevitable. We can't build a national ethos around accommodation, can we? Peterson goes on to explain that the scholarship around oppression is never scholarly and can never be scholarly because it is based on personal experience. Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman be damned. This DPAC is what racism looks like, and DPAC is the Durham Performing Arts Center where he was set to speak. And in a city that is 62.1% non-white and is located, to further contextualize, in a state that existed under the callous thumb of Jim Crow under the 1960s, you cannot afford to casually entertain it. We won't stand for it. This is the letter. This, this is, is the, the open letter, letter
0: uh-huh. that event, and this campaign worked, right? He got canceled. This event got canceled.
1: Um,
0: We don't know. We don't know Okay.
1: No, it's just that...
0: This letter... Someone wrote this letter. Yes. That's what she... Someone wrote a letter. Yes. Someone who had a political, ideological view decided to exercise the power they could muster against this piece of shit and wrote a letter and... And she's in a huff about it, like yeah. because
1: because logic, facts, uh, discourse kill me. She continues to sort of pick apart this open letter by Laura Bullard, and she says this is where she reinvokes misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, um, and endorsements of rape culture, et cetera, et cetera. Bullard does, the the author of the open letter, and so Herzog says, and on some of these claims, she may have a point. Peterson has said that children are better off with a mom and a dad than with two dads or two moms. This isn't just contrary to the research. It also just doesn't make sense. Same-sex couples don't drink too much tequila one night and wake up pregnant. Okay. Becoming parents requires investment, planning, and sometimes even surrogacy or adoption. (laughs) If people are willing to go through that process, believe me, they want to parent. So this is what, wh- what this what? is where she's going. Well, uh, okay, Peterson's not the greatest guy ever. I guess he's got some things wrong, but see this, she gets this kind
0: of person. I'm gonna get in her head and say she gets yeah. off on this too. Mm. She likes that she's defending, that she can say all these things. That yes, oh, he's that has these miserable views, yeah. but. But I, as the higher, more reasoned journalist, <laughs> can see that even this uh-huh. person, I am so dispassionate right. that I can take a step back, both acknowledging these awful views this man has <laughs> and at the same time recognize that his enemies have treated him unfairly vis-a-vis the facts.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah this is
0: what they get off on yeah like oh god yeah That somehow
1: basically splitting hairs is what what she's doing that's
0: it that's if you have no worldview yeah that's what you have left to do is split fucking hairs just
1: quibbling constant unending quibbling oh my god but peterson's point and you can watch him yourself wasn't that gay people are are unfit to parent i
0: can't wait it's that
1: children are better off with both male and female role models in their lives This, frankly, doesn't seem all that homophobic to me, and I'm actually a homosexual. Plenty of same-sex parents make a point of having opposite-sex adults in their children's lives. There's a lot going on
0: there. Katie, just read that back to yourself, you fucking fool. (laughs) Like, again, yeah, it's not, she's, it's for her, it's just about the text. Yeah. There is Mm -hmm. no fucking subtext, right? Exactly, yeah. There are, in this country, people, uh, homosexuals and their allies, who have, uh, over many decades, engaged in the political project of normalizing homosexuality and LGBT issues in general, And working to change laws and uh, secure rights for these people. Mm -hmm. And that political project involves identifying the ideological roots of the opposition to that progress and fucking (laughs) killing it. (laughs) That is what this guy is, okay? By, like, do you, uh, this is so, I don't even, like, do you, (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> to say, to quibble about the words, right? It's semantic yeah, to her. It's, completely, it's he's, completely. He has, you know, he said these words, and you can't call that. She's. I mean, she sounds like, like a junior hire. Like, well, it's not homophobia because he's not actually afraid of gay people. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. Like it's, a hyper-literalism. Right. <laughs> no, that's all this is. She's yeah. so fucking, like, yeah. literal. Yeah, like, yeah. D- it's it's politics, you idiot. Right. You, Right. these people who are trying to to like harass this man and shut him down to uh, which t- t- you know to whatever effect that is i don't know but like they have a politics and they're exercising those politics they're yeah. they they have a political project and it's to advance fucking humanity uh, in this case specifically vis-a-vis the lgbt right. rights in the world yeah uh, and like you have to change the culture to do that and this man is an agent of not changing the culture.
1: Yeah, he's regressive. That fucking obviously. simple God
0: yeah. damn it. Like
1: Yeah, he f- is your enemy. And that should be very fuck. clear. So she finishes this paragraph by saying ignorance maybe, but hate question mark about Jordan Peterson's uh, alleged homophobia. He's not afraid of gay people. <laughs> I'm not afraid of gay people. You don't see me running and crying and burying my head in my pillow. Well, we do see you. When crying. someone alone <laughs> okay, we... actually he does cry, no, yeah. But, no, that's true. Uh he's a Canadian psychologist with a gay sidekick. Not Mike Pence. So this is the he has gay friends defense, I guess. Is it? She What Right? Like so my black friend, <laughs>
0: Mike One of my friends are gay.
1: <laughs> yeah It only gets worse because she takes on... That's so,
0: that's so, such, like, right-wing, like, Chud logic. That's so Trump logic. Like, this idea of... Oh, that's this thing of, like, it's, what's that? It's, like, Trump, like, didn't he put out, like, a picture of, like, him with some black people and go, like, look, I can't be racist, and that's all the Chuds eat it up. And that's because (laughs) if you're this fucking simple, if you have (laughs) this simple and childlike a mind, you think that... (laughs) racism mean that can only mean one thing and that's that if you see someone who doesn't look like you you immediately have to stab them <laughs> like that's what racism is and same with homophobia like yeah, yeah. if you're in the room with yeah. someone and you detect your you like feeble radar goes Ill. off you you vomit uh, with from the adrenaline rush yeah. and then you know, you you look for a weapon and just start Fucking beating their skull in. Like that's what homophobia is. That's what like yeah.
1: Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. Yeah. He has a gay friend. <laughs> Even worse, a sidekick, which in its own way I think is kind of uh demeaning language, really, honestly. But it gets worse because in the next paragraph she goes on to take umbrage with Bullard's claim, Bullard being the author of the uh letter of transphobia. Bullard also claims Peterson is transphobic because he came to fame after saying he would reject this use of general neutral pronouns if, in quotes, compelled to do so under Canadian law. This was more a stance on free speech than trans politics. When I saw Peterson's. If you could see my fucking face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. He just can keep going. Ron or Don, you look, you don't look well. You don't look well. This was more a stance on free speech than trans politics. When I saw Peterson speak recently, he said that he's actually never refused to use anyone's pronoun. He just doesn't want to be told that he must do it. It's a bit of a toddler-sized argument. You can't make me, but is it transphobic? Same
0: thing, we just said all this. Like, you don't get it, you idiot. Like, he made, yeah, he made, he became a a global spokesperson for our arguments against, um, and it wasn't just, he was absolutely not just a free speech. The argument he was making was never just that. I'm sure that of course that was in there. Of course. Jesus. They say that about everything. The right wing, they misuse the no very notion of free speech. Uh, constantly, he was arguing about. I mean, you can go back and like read and watch this shit where he's talking about like he's not going to change the. We can't change the culture and the way we do. You can't ask me to change the language, the English, the the holy English language, which like any language is changing fucking constantly. You can't ask us just for some just to acquiesce to someone's you know feelings about mm. what they want to be called yeah. and and the political project they're engaged in and it's like yeah this it is a fight you idiot like there are people who don't want to change our culture there are people who do yeah that's a political fight that's what's happening here he's on one side of it yep and and he's so succeeding in pulling are, you to the right you yeah <laughs> you yeah. you've, you've you're you are on that same side, yeah. you fucking dunce. <laughs> yeah. You fuck. She's a fucking dupe. Man. I, yeah.
1: The, the dismantling, in quotes, of Bullard's open letter continues here because Bullard decides to question Peterson about the Nazi presence at one of his talks. Go so, figure. He generally condemned the violence. Generally condemned. She can't even... <laughs> he unequivocally... No. <laughs> he generally condemned the He violence. railed
0: forcefully <laughs> against the presence of fasc, like, self-identified Nazis and fascists. He refused to be seen with them. He condemned them yeah. from all sides. No. Yeah. no. No, he didn't no, do that. No. Th- he just took think their money. through, you idiot. He
1: took their money yeah. gladly. God damn it. But went on to explain, I've studied Nazism for a very long time. It's been four decades, and I understand it very well. And I can tell you that there's some awful people lurking in the corners, and they're ready to come out. Some awful people that I'm courting. I'm continually trying to, extending my hand with a little treat. My audience (laughs) is lurking
0: in the corner.
1: (laughs) And here's where it gets great. And if the radical left keeps pushing the way it's pushing, they are going to come. This D pack is what a threat looks like. This, that's what Bullard is saying. Uh, that this so is a this threat. Is it. This is a threat.
0: Radicalism is the problem. It's the left that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the left that's taunting these people, uh, and that's what's going to cause you know the rise of fascism in America. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh, okay. All right. Jordan Peterson. Like I said, it's it's about he courts these sort of his audience are these sort of fat exurban losers who just have f- miserable lives. They're not getting laid. These are like you know twenty seven year old virgins who trade are chubby, memes yeah, and, and like are like on the internet Kinkistan. and yeah, and it's like you know there is the explanation and Jordan Peters isn't in the only one. I mean, there's there's so yeah. many voices out there. gavin Gavin mcginnis for sure the whole the proud boys Boys. the um all this this um this is a big part of what the alt-right is all about is 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 offering a message to these people this generation of just millennial fat millennial basement dwelling (laughs) losers and the message is it's a lot of things but it's on, and it varies from thing to thing, which is more prevalent. But on yeah. some, it's more—it's the brown people are taking, are replacing you, and that's why your life is the way it is. Yeah. Or it's feminism mm-hmm. uh, has replaced your power, and that's why the that's why you can't get a girlfriend because they're liberated in all these ways, yeah. and there's a sexual hierarchy and all this. And what the right is doing here, what fascists, fascist minds are doing here, is offering. An explanation to these people: Why is your life in this modern world, with all this and all this wealth in America, and these superhumans we see uh, walking around? The the you know the one percent, hell the ten percent, you know, who have these di- very different lives. You there, who you still live in your mother's basement at twenty seven, and you you've had a, a a few a handful of shit jobs. You have you maybe even got like a community college degree maybe you got a bachelor's degree that's worth nothing maybe you yeah. didn't you that just wasn't even an option for you you're a fucking loser the right is offering an explanation it's a vile explanation yeah. it it's a wrong explanation right. um <clears throat> but it is they're offering something and for the t- period over you know the the center the democrats the liberals katie herzog has offered no explanation in that vacuum, you know, look, uh, America's already great. This is a microcosm of the larger thing, of, like, the, right. the misery in America. Yeah. This young man sort of sexual frustration, f- you know, future denied misery is just one flavor of that. But look, the the Democrat message is America's already great. Okay, that was their yeah. rebuke to Trump. Okay, yes. These people, they are losers, and they're being offered an explanation by the right, and... And it's and it's vile, but in a vacuum of anyone saying why why you're like this and what is the path forward? Yeah. How do you not have this yeah. miserable life yeah. that you're on the verge of suicide? That that even a bad, stupid fucking message like that is going to have some traction in the in a total vacuum. The actual explanation there is a an actual explanation a materialist explanation, yeah. and that is. These people are losers because they're fucking poor.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Or they've been trained. These people have been trained to uh, discount that or if not that to blame it on all these other right wing explanations. Okay. But the truth is we have we've had this enormous growth in wealth disparity in America these communities are just poor. There are not opportunities for large swaths of Americans. They can't get girlfriends because they're they are losers. That's the reason. The question is why are they losers? <laughs> it's because they they ha- they can't. There's no way for them to make anything else of themselves. That's what yeah. they've been, they've been offered low wage, mm-hmm. go nowhere jobs in video games. Yeah. Um, and that's what they've got. That's this is what fascism thrives on is,
1: the alien. Fair, whatever
0: kind of alienation, fear and misery it will find a way to exploit that with whatever bullshit. It's easy, you know. Again, without any other logic to combat that, without yeah. any other argument, yeah. whatever crazy shit, reactionary, regressive shit they come up with is going to have traction with with enough people. Yeah. It it does now, always has, and always will have a power. It has an argument. Yeah. yeah. There always will be that right wing argument. Okay. It's just whether people will be so receptive to receiving it, or not. and when you have when there's nothing else, yeah, t- to offer in its place, you know, you're gonna that's it's gonna sweep some people up, and that's what yeah. you have here with these. So why? So then, all, knowing all this, which I guess she doesn't. Why defend this asshole? Does she have anything other, any no, more gems? No, no. Is that it?
1: I mean, pretty much that's it because she, this opinion, uh, this le- open letter got some attraction from the city of Durham, which caused the mayor and the city council to affirm their values, but not calling for Peterson to cancel the event or for his event to be canceled. Um, and Peterson responds.
0: Fuck off. This is boring. And the point is, <laughs> Katie Herzog, like, this is her thing, man. Like, this is her voice in The Stranger. Like, so the other thing... Yeah, Jesus. She, let's there's, just there's leave this like, article there's behind. Like, yeah, I, there's I don't like give a shit six anymore. six more paragraphs. Fuck off. Uh, why bother? What What is I the point of even know. talking about this? So, that's just very... That was a few days ago. Um, We, you know, but if you look just back, just the last few weeks, like, um, she got... In on this, um, there there's a controversy and a some people expressing their political values and having some success at shutting down some movie where Charlotte Johansson's a woman. She was playing what some people consider a trans man, uh, who was a real was a real figure, uh-huh, yeah. and people had an objection to that, and they voiced their opinion. And people, of course, had you know. The right wing sort of internet had things to say about that, about how that you know the snowflakes and the 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 social justice warriors were out of control once again. Blah well, blah whatever. You know, again, it's politics. People have <laughs> yeah. it's a political fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I I don't know enough about it to have an opinion on specifically on that. Except I'm you know potentially sympathetic. Um. But what's fun, You know what? Katie Herzog she cannot resist getting in for what, for I get the purpose solely of just like fairness and the free exchange of ideas to get in and write a whole post here. Like, you know, several pages of jumping in to defend some, some calmness in fucking, um, what is this dog shit public? Oh, business (laughs) Business insider, insider. (laughs) fucking business insider. Because she got blown up on Twitter, okay. So Daniela Greenbaum, this is what Katie—this Her- is how she starts the ar- article. Katie Herzog yeah. says, "Oh, the 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 um headline is columnist says Scarlett Johansson should be able to play a trans person." Semicolon. Chaos ensues <laughs> by Katie Herzog. Because I don't feel like getting yelled at on Twitter today, I should probably preface this by saying that I disagree with Daniela Greenbaum this uh, Business Insider Mm -hmm. columnist, about some things. Greenbaum, who was until yesterday a politics and culture columnist at Business Insider, says Hamas, not Israel, is the biggest threat facing the Palestinian people and thinks it's fine to call members of the American project known as MS-13 animals. (laughs) Echoing Donald J. Trump, Greenbaum who told me she was a Republican before 2016 and now considers herself center-right, has written about these and other issues in Business Insiders, blah, 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 blah. So she has to start the article going, this, you know, reprehensible um, monster. One monster. Of, one of
1: the ones that doesn't have a Nazi costume. <laughs> yeah. Is that what she center-right literally right doesn't isn't <laughs> yeah. wearing
0: a toothbrush mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so she doesn't agree with her on some things. She needs to start, but again, this she's, is what she gets yeah, off on. She's laying on the like, stage. I yeah. am so detached, so objective. <laughs> I have such journalistic integrity that <laughs> I can even see the journalistic wrongs blah 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 bling done the Um so basically, people react there was a campaign. Blah, blah, blah. Eventually, I think the movie did get canceled or Scarlet's Your Hands and pulled she out pulled of it, out, whatever. Yeah. This person wrote this thing, and a day later, you know, it got blown up on Twitter. Again, yeah, who cares? And then Business Insider pulled the article, and that's basically what she's writing about. So here she says retracting a column is a very big deal. No Fucking cares, Katie. Yeah. No one, no one gives a shit. No, it's not a big deal. It's to you, <laughs> as a friend of mine and fellow trash person, Jesse Signal wrote in New York Magazine. The website is violating an important and underappreciated journalistic norm. Journalistic norm. Norm. <laughs> norm. Against retracting work in all but the most dire of circumstances, it would have been far preferable. For Business Insider to leave the article up, but to explain clearly and specifically what was wrong, was wrong with it yeah. and to then publish a work responding to it.
1: Oh my God.
0: It, this is two yeah, journalists I mean, just jerking yeah, each other who off. Cares? Fuck off. No one cares. <laughs> Journalistic norms. <laughs> Fuck off. Who gives a shit?
1: Uh. Yeah, sure. Are they
0: cowards for pulling their shit considering Business Insider? like publishes like rancid trash all the time but like <laughs> yeah sure they're fucking cowards they should be made fun of oh my God. um and this person should be yeah should be just degraded um what i love here is uh so business insider says the piece wasn't up to their editorial standards and that may be true she even gives them the credit of like it may be true that it wasn't up to their editorial standards, and that may, you know, that may have figured in <laughs> yeah. why they pulled it. Not just the backlash of right, she's giving right. them credit yeah, for yeah. their PR <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. She can't help it. Um, but retractions typically occur when the facts are wrong, or intentionally misleading, or because someone has plagiarized. Pl- <laughs> they fucking. Ooh, lo- oh the man! <laughs> oh man! That just gets her blood boiling. The thought of plagiarism, or or otherwise improperly sourced material, (laughs) not because someone's opinion is deemed wrong by her colleagues. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's like, yeah, but, but, but she wouldn't have a, like, it wouldn't be outside journalistic norms to just not publish it in the first place because the opinion differed from her colleagues. Right. Right. Like that would be within journalistic norms. (laughs) Yeah. Like the editorial board got together and had the foresight to go like, "Uh, we We don't want to publish publish this. Um, yeah, they should be made fun of for like scrambling to whatever. So yesterday, nearly a week after the retraction, Greenbaum took a stand of her own and resigned. So really She fell she's, right on that sword.
1: She's like
0: <laughs> Katie Herzog is like this is like some hero worship for this yeah. like journalistic, you know, crusader who like had the dignity <laughs> to stand up in the face of the degradation of Journalistic norms yeah. and resign, <clears throat> which should tell you something. <laughs> Someone who can give up a job, oh yeah, like that. Well, like because because her article got pulled and she got yelled on. Is Twitter. that even how business? She didn't get fired. Works. Supposedly <laughs> she didn't get fired, which I believe she she just she resigned. was just strongly. I'm not going to look into it. No, I, I mean I I not by anything. There's yeah, no. no ind- I'm joking. Katie Herzog doesn't indicate any of that. She doesn't or think she doesn't think that's the case so it's really just like she had this journalistic integrity which means she doesn't you know she doesn't need a job <laughs> is my point yeah which that's all i'm gonna say about that um what is the other one we found that was just like from a few days earlier or, oh yeah, god i we still talking about getting Herzog? but like this is so funny so this is from july 5th if dems want to win Brace yourself. Do they
1: want to win? Uh, maybe. Out there. They should
0: talk about ICE, lowercase, not ICE, initialism for Immigration Customs Enforcement. Abolish ICE. It's an idea that has captured parts of the left in the way that Build the Wall has the right. Pramila Jayapal, Kristen Gillibrand, and newly minted lefty hero Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. woo have all embraced this slogan, and as far as slogan go, slogans go, it's a good one. Confident, pithy, and short enough to fit on a T-shirt. Plus, as ice has become the face of Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy for asylum seekers and undocumented immigrants, it's a big f- fuck you to one Donald J. Trump. So what's not to like? She asked. Yeah, what indeed? But basically, like, I I don't know. She wants to get into like some. Uh, electoral analysis here. So she says, what's not to like, unfortunately there's a lot. Ice isn't an old government agency, but it's a particularly odious one. Okay. So she goes to, on to basically state the case for getting rid of ice again. Uh, she can't, which, yeah. she's like, which basically is, it's not an old, it's, it's it comes from the Homeland Security Act, the wonky, like weird fucked up reorganization of the government under the Bush administration. Yeah. And it, it slammed, um, several agencies together, Customs Service and Immigration and Nationalization. They have a budget of, you know, it's a huge budget, blah, blah, blah. She mentions that under Obama, ICE became, you know, was ramped up massive uh, deportation and Obama became known as the deporter-in-chief with relation to this issue. So basically, you know, all these good reasons to get rid of them, but... Abolish ICE may be the kind of slogan that ramps up people with the cardboard protest signs at the ready. But the more activists yell, abolish ICE, the more Trump gloats, as he did this week on Twitter. The liberal left, known as the Democrats, want to get rid of ICE, who do a fantastic job. This is Trump on Twitter. And want to open borders. Crime would be rampant and uncontrollable. Make America great again, MAGA! <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's, so basically like advocating for things gives the right ammunition and it's like, it's politics They yeah, yeah they're, gonna, they're going to, they're going if you advocate for something the right doesn't like, they're going to use it in campaigns. Like, yeah. well, and, but and, this is
1: the Democrats for the last,
0: for our lifetime yeah. is like, well, we gotta, we gotta give a, uh, we can't do anything that would give them any traction and mm-hmm. they'll be able to put a political ad. Yeah. We can't, we gotta like meet them in the middle. Mm-hmm. They never give a shit. Um, they <laughs> yeah. called Obama, uh, he tried that shit for eight years and they called <laughs> him a Muslim African communist, yeah. but whatever, um, even though he compromised with them on everything and they he never got a single vote out of those fuckers. Yep. Um, but she's the same liberal line of like, watch, you know, we can't be too radical because the... Tiny percent of MAGA chuds, the like 24% of Americans who are like Fox News viewers, we have to win those people over too for some reason? No, no, we don't. Abolish ICE and opening borders are clearly not the same thing. Oh, well, you know, but I think in this one case, Trump may be right. Abolishing ICE is not a winning agenda. She's taking advice on electing Democrats from Donald Trump here. <laughs> yeah. You scream abolish ICE, and the electorate hears open immigration. And So there will be disagreement in an election. Oh, my God. And while I personally think that we need more immigration, not less, so so maybe you should argue for that. So (sighs) what she's saying is you can't campaign for something that Americans will read as more (laughs) immigration. Even though she's for that, this is such a liberal oh, dem God. thing. Yeah, this was it's, like all we heard. This is Obama, the man, right? Well, and
1: this, the Clinton, the 2016 election of, oh well, we can't have uh, single payer health care because it's too expensive. But we all, you know, we all would want that, but we just can't do it. Cause right? Not enough people want it. And this is
0: our whole lifetime. The center, the Dems have never, camp- have never, no, like actually taken something and led on it yeah. tried to convince yeah. america of something the right's done that they've yeah. moved she's saying right here i want more immigration <laughs> but we can't campaign on more immigration why, <laughs> why? not just try and convince why? people that more immigration yeah. is better you idiot yeah like if we'd been doing you know if there'd been a very different political conversation over our lifetime yeah. uh or the next gener over the yep. next generation then you know well in- it's, it's that's politics you have to make an argument that makes sense to people and slowly convince them of it. I mean, you yeah. just you have to get people on your side. You can't always meet people where the fuck they are yeah. because the right's not doing that. The right is finding people who are vulnerable to their mm-hmm. message in one way or another and getting them on board, yeah. okay? Like, they're not waiting for people to come to them, yeah. okay? And while I personally think we need more, blah, 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 blah according to a Rasmussen poll, released Thursday, only 25% of respondents were in favor of abolishing ICE. That's it. only 25% of Americans were in favor of firing an entire government agency that's charged with. That's fucking huge, man. Yeah. This conversation yeah. just fucking started. Yeah, that is totally. incredible news. Yeah. Like that is huge. That's a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. This conversation's barely got off the ground. That's true. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. And there's no like. No Democrats are pounding the pavement with this message, but a starting point of 25% (laughs) if the whole Democratic Party went out and started fucking pounding, and that's what they talked about in elections? Holy shit, man. 25% is a great start. Besides, ICE is the symptom, not the disease. And even if you abolish the agency, the bad policies and bad people that enable ICE still exist. To me, it seems politically wiser to talk about <clears throat> rational, evidence-based, human-centered immigration reform. But of course, that doesn't fit on a shirt You see, it's just, the problem here is the American people just aren't ready to have a rational, evidence-based <laughs> conversation. They only want slogans and soundbites. <laughs> Fuck, all, you idiot! This is this lib thing, this technocratic thing of yeah. like, you can't make big change, okay? Yep. You have to, fi- like yes no these she says the bad people will still be here the bad po- the yep. bad policies yeah obviously what? you idiot yeah, like what? if any if if a party a group of people who aren't complete craven shitheads like the democrats mm-hmm. managed to get elected and abolish ice yeah part of that program needs to include getting rid of all those bad policies and firing all those bad peoples. I mean, yeah. like,
1: yeah,
0: but she wants to treat like a child, like a very <laughs> literal child wants to treat this slogan. Yeah. Like that's the only thing. Right. Like it's just, that's the bill. It just says abolish ice. That's it. That's what <laughs> they're going to vote on. It's, um, no this is a campaign you yeah. fucking moron this is politics <laughs> yeah. you need a big idea like yeah. this yeah. we don't need this agency yeah. we weren't deporting anyone till, like basically this century yep. you need to start with this big thing and yes we literally do need of course that's we need to get rid of that agency uh, and whatever services they provide that do actually need to be done yeah. need to be reconstructed with a new group of people. Absolutely, we need big change here. Yeah. Okay, and the conversation needs to be big. It can't be a fucking white paper like the Clinton campaign. They'll go, no, we had the most progressive campaign ever, and it's like if you look at our, if you go and read the white papers we have <laughs> in our website, you know, that's not what they talked about, do. not their yeah, slogans. Right. I'm with her. America's already great again. Uh, wait, that's confusing. But, um, uh, no, no, no. If you go read these white papers, very complicatedly outlining the way this policy... Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously the bill needs to be longer. There needs to be a bigger plan. This is a campaign. ICE does need to go away. Yeah, All those, those fucking cops... I mean, these are cops. These are immigration cops. There's a reason it's called Immigration and Customs Enforcement. <laughs> they think of themselves as yeah. like... Uh, a federal mm-hmm. law enforcement agency—they're mm-hmm. like the DEA. Right? Um, they all need to go. And yet, obviously, we need bigger immigration reform. That's not the—that's not an art. That's not a criticism of this movement. Mm-hmm. You idiot! Yeah. Like, and to to think like every American needs to get have all the facts and all the the ins and outs of exactly how the federal federal law enforcement should be structured. You're an idiot. Like, that'll never happen. That's why Democrats, like, can't get through. No. Yeah. What you need is a movement of, cons- of, of people with a message that people can understand and a worldview people can understand. That's what socialism is. It's yeah. a worldview that people yeah. can understand. That politician can say, I have this worldview, and so I'm going to vote consistently. Yep. I'm going to have consistent things that you're going to understand. That if you have this worldview as well, if you've been convinced, you can say, you're right. That thing you're doing, that fits with my worldview. And this thing to get angry about, that fits with my worldview. Yep. And you're going to fix it. I mean, it. it that's politics. You yeah. need a worldview. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, she wants white papers. She wants every American voter to bone up on exactly, like, the budget numbers, yep. the exact way, strategies in which all this shit should be. Become the wonk. Yeah. She wants to live in a nation of wonks. Um, and then she goes on to, like, Democrats need a compelling message this season, but a ball of blah, blah, blah. And goes on to say they need to say it's, f- like, fix the weather or save the planet. Make
1: it about global warming. And it's Cause like that's gonna really win those folks over, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> again, I don't the same people like the MAGA chud non-sequitur. Like, it, it is a non-sequitur. First of sense. all, well, it
0: should be both. It should be all of yeah, the above. Right. Again, when you have a worldview yeah. and not just a set of like a technocratic solutions, you have a worldview. All these things can be part of that worldview. Mm-hmm. They really can, yeah. and part of a movement. Yeah. Okay, you can campaign on all of this. Yeah, they they're not mutually exclusive at all. And and the thing it's it's the same thing. She doesn't get it's the reverse is true as well because the right, this twenty three and a half percent of Americans, whatever, Mm -hmm. who are still committed to Trump, basically just Republicans, the same people who voted for John McCain and Mitt Romney, Mm -hmm. but were outvoted by a large number of Americans actually voting on the other side. The same exact people. They have a worldview they've been convinced of. And they then believe whatever they hear from people who signal that they share that worldview. Yeah. Period. Yeah, the facts doesn't don't matter, right? You can't convince people of these specific facts like global warming. They have a worldview. They have sources they believe share that worldview. They're gonna believe that mm. you're not gonna convince those people of global warming. Certainly not these individual issues. You're not gonna no. convince them to abolish ice. No, nope. we don't need the the last like dregs of no. the worst shitheads in America. No. To run this country, you just have to actually get Americans to vote. They, they all think they to a fucking man and woman mm-hmm. think climate change is a hoax, literally a hoax. Yeah. This is a pervasive view among Republicans, the worst people in America, <laughs> suburban, yeah. like small business tyrant shitheads mm-hmm. who vote Republican. Yeah. They think it's a hoax. You're not going to convince them. And good, fuck them. We yeah. don't need them. Nope. You just need. 30% of America yeah. to come out and vote in the right places. Left. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, Electoral College notwithstanding. Yeah. You know, when you're reading The Stranger, understand that this attitude is also pretty pervasive. They're in their perfect vision of America, like it would be Republicans and Democrats working together yeah. to yeah. solve problems. Yeah. That's like the liberal, like perfect Aaron Sorkin fantasy. Totally, yeah. Not like, people who actually want to save the planet from global warming and end racism yeah. running the fucking country yeah. and getting the country on their yeah. side yeah. and telling the holdouts to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. Republicans who time and time again show they're not interested in compromise and are the worst people, some of the worst people in the world, yeah, it, no it no literally doubt. is yeah. one of the most regressive reactionary parties Absolutely. in the world. Yeah. I'll, st- I'll fucking stand by that. Anyway, I, that's enough. I can't talk about Kitty Herzog anymore. Yeah. Um, so, uh,
1: are you still there? It's us, Ron and Dawn. It's been a rough week for Councilmember Sawant. I don't know if you've seen this, Greg, but um, Carl Haglund has appealed again because we've been following this saga for Yeah, a while so, I mean, here. it was
0: only like a, a week or so ago that the... Um, federal court came down and dismissed yeah. the lawsuit he filed against Sawant because of like a poster that said like <laughs> Carl Hagland slumlord, which he totally is. Yeah, um, and like a picture of a rat, We'd like I to think. defame him as a slumlord <laughs> now as well because uh, he's Cause like literally like they like he's she's there's it's not like she didn't like throw a dartboard at a li- like a darted list of. Seattle rental property owners like he's literally yeah known as the absolute worst um like top of the list shitheads who rent to people like massive just violations um yeah he's a piece of shit so but go on yeah
1: he's awful so unfortunately that's going back to the courts so yeah he's
0: appealing it's uh, being
1: appealed so this saga continues which is is awesome because now like uh, the right in Seattle gets to
0: keep complaining about how, how the city money, uh, yeah. is spending money, rightfully to defend her. Yeah, <laughs> and like the person they should be blaming for, for filing frivolous lawsuits it's and Hagelin. continually appealing yeah. them is Carl Haglund. What is he? Yeah, what
1: does he think is going to happen?
0: What he? I mean, he like I think he likes the attention. Oh, like, oh yeah, he's, that you could know, be. Look, he'll yeah. he'll end up like he'll get it. He'll end up running for office or something. Mm-hmm more like shittier people have okay yeah like people with worse records jesus i mean don blankenship like even worse press than carl haglund yeah. okay yeah and um roy moore and like you know so i would love to see wouldn't that be great maybe uh he could move to the south end and, and oh, run sure. to uh run against so on uh-huh if she
1: seeks re-election
0: <laughs> what
1: so that's the big rumor, though. Rumor,
0: rumor coming from where? Fuck
1: off. So My Northwest has been a source. I believe our good pal Jason Rance might have broke the story because he appears to have... Okay, really, he's, really he's a credible mole. source, uh, My Northwest and yeah. Jason Rance. But he, he has a, a mole in, in the office. Oh, he's, he says he has a mole at
0: City Hall. Well,
1: he doesn't say he has a mole, but he has been publishing stories, breaking, in quotes, stories, where he's published emails from the city council. So someone has been supplying him emails. I Uh assume that means somebody in the city, or I guess possibly some of the recipients. Though from the story that I read, it didn't look like that would be very likely. It looked like it would have to be someone from the city. Okay. And previously that story was about spending on homelessness because we, Ron and Don, are really we have a vested interest in seeing how much the city is spending. I just think it's important that
0: they show us that they're making progress with the money they've already
1: spent before yeah. we give them more. Yeah, so. exactly. It's about accountability. Yeah. That's we real, all that's want the, uh, homeless people to have, homes. to be ground into food for <laughs> the slightly less poor. No Donna or Ron, that's not right. <laughs> that's not what we believe. So anyway, so this guy on my Northwest, which as we know is highly unreliable is insinuating. She's not going to run. And part of the reason why this has been insinuated, as we talked about uh, several weeks ago, is that there's a potential schism between a rift between Sawant and unions, specifically labor unions. So mostly the context here is around the employee head tax, that her approach, her rhetoric rubbed them the wrong way, specifically... Uh, a teamster confirmed some anger um, okay. about it so i mean this is bu- this is bullshit it's, it's this, probably the, the point bullshit. of this
0: is it, this is this is like ok some people in unions yeah there's no question that like that not every rank and file construction worker was for this thing that's a normal thing yeah. this is a capitalist system we live in these right. people f- had it was very easy argument to make that like um they're livelihood would be affected by like any minimal dip in construction in this country That they some of them came out this is just total horseshit because <laughs> it's not like she had had ever had they want to make this equivalency between unions and and socialism mm-hmm. because that's the thing they've been the right has wanted to like label unions with for years because there's this kernel of truth to it That's where the union movement came from, but they haven't been, they haven't been, they, you know, there was this thing called the Red Scare where they fucking purged all the leftists (laughs) out of the unions. Uh, American, like, union management hasn't thought of itself as leftist for fucking generations. Um, And they don't now. And uh, to my memory and knowledge and what I've been able to look into this, like, she hasn't she never had like any huge support from union right. management. Yeah, Uh yeah. There's lots of opposition to her as a candidate, yeah. as a city councilwoman. Yeah. Like, they wanna they wanna put out uh, like this idea that oh, what I'm sure readers of my Northwest think should be her most natural base is right. like the management of the unions yeah. and their PR people. Yeah, that's horseshit. That's it's just bullshit. yeah,
1: it, and the details are. Being rumored, they're pretty thin. Um, the Moyam-Northwest piece, which was echoing, again, Jason Rance, um, speculated a little bit that she was maybe going to seek a bigger, uh, some bigger position or s- become an advocate on a bigger platform for socialism. But uh, as Greg said, we have no real evidence. No, for it. so, it's, I mean, it's merely speculation, but... Um,
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I, you know, she's got a hell of a platform now. It couldn't really be much bigger unless she was elected to the Senate. Like, (laughs) which would rule, um, (laughs) (laughs) like she, she makes national headlines now as Seattle's socialist city council member. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you're hearing all this bullshit out there, um, just just assume it's horseshit. Yes, yeah. like take it with a grain of salt. Like, there's nothing has changed here. Yeah, plenty of people don't like the commie on the city council. Uh, she's she's still won twice. So yeah, uh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, we've I think we've done enough. Yeah, right. We've yeah. done our bit. Yeah. Uh, so
1: that was that was the wrap up for Shama Swant's week of rumor. Yeah, you can't take her down. No. And she's coming for your planes. She's coming. She's coming for your middle management jobs. Oh man. Yeah. She's coming them. 'em. We're uh, all coming. Yeah. So No, that. we're
0: not actually. We're just gonna keep recording this podcast <laughs> yeah. and do nothing else. Anyway. <laughs> Hopefully,
1: uh we'll inspire you to go uh see his production. Or just keep listening, yeah. share it, share with your friends. Never I guess. leave your basement, whatever. Clean your room, maybe. You know, tweet at us. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle Sucks Pod at Seattle Sucks Pod on Twitter. Follow us engage with us rap with us exchange ideas with us (laughs) clean your room with us yeah stand up straight (laughs) uh speak in a manly voice yeah like Colin and I Mm -hmm. yeah especially me Ron Ordon. wear lipstick if you're a lady uh you can also listen to our episodes on iTunes and also on our website which is seattle.sucks yeah wow we did it Colin we We did it you mm-hmm.